You having a stressful day and need a few laughs? <laughs> well, you come to the right place. Myself, Lyrican, Mr. Tony Raw, and Jimmy Jam are three fathers formerly in the music industry who have a lot to say. So sit back, sip your cup of coffee, and In welcome five, to the shenanigans. Four. Welcome to the Coffee Break Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode eight of the Coffee Break Podcast. It is just two of us this time, but we're going to still keep you entertained. I am Lyrican. And I'm Jimmy Jam. How you feeling today, big brother? How you feeling? I'm doing well, brother. How are you? You know, see, I got my the- shirt. Yeah, and looks good. Yeah. Don't don't flex too much. You look like you're gonna bulge right out of that thing here in a second. I know. I'm like the Incredible Hawk. <laughs> also, you're you're not you're no longer Clark Kent. You're Bruce Banner. This episode. Yes, I I am Bruce Banner. I don't have my glasses with me tonight. They're upstairs somewhere. Uh-huh. Oh well. Well, Bruce I'll Banner. Okay. Bruce Banner. It is. So. Let's start off with uh, some parenting advice from us. So, uh, okay, we, we both have kids. Um, do they? Do your kids do chores around the house? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not as much as I would like, but yeah, they do. Um, do you give them allowance for doing chores when they go above and beyond? Yes. Now, do you think it's something we parents should do as like, hey, if you mow the lawn and you wash the car and you do this, I'll give you 20 bucks at the end of the week type thing? I, I think you should because I think it teaches them the value of the dollar and it's like a job. You know, if you're going to do a job, you're going to get paid for it. If you put in the work, you're going to get compensation. So, I mean, there's certain things that just helping around the house should be required. It's not, you're not going to make a buck off that for doing the stuff that you should be doing. But, uh, when you go above and beyond, yeah, I have no problem kicking in a few bucks. When I was younger, I used to, Ooh, my uncle, I would mow his lawn. He would make me wash all, all his vehicles. I would have to clean out the gutters. I would have, Oh man, I'd sweep out the garage. I had to organize all his tools and I would get 20 bucks at the end of the day. And it, it actually felt good because then, I, I mean, I was young. The big thing for me back then was going to the roller skating ring. So I had yeah. my money to go to the roller skating ring. Yeah, I used to have a paper route. And I would mow the grass in the neighborhood. I would mow a couple of lawns and weed whack. And there was a guy that lived next to us when we lived in the city. And he asked me to cut his, his grass every week. And I said, okay, not a problem. So. I would go in and one time he had all these weeds in his flower bed and I just decided to weed whack everything, you know, just go crazy on it. He came home and goes, what did you do? I said, well, I thought I'd take care of the weeds for you here. They were marijuana plants. (laughs) I I weed whacked his entire stash. (laughs) I didn't know. That is hilarious. You didn't, you didn't get no type of nice odor whacking them down. No, I didn't know what I was doing. I swear. <laughs> I probably still went to this day, but uh, yeah, I'll never forget that. I was my, you know, 
we laugh about it later on, but he wasn't too happy with me. Could could imagine how much you uh, hurt him <laughs> for, yeah. from dis- from distribution. Yeah, I don't think he was like that. I think it was just for personal, but you know, I just uh, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't know anything. Now, when you were younger and you did your paper route and you got your lawn care uh, money, what was your favorite thing to purchase back then? Well, I saved up to buy a pair of the first pair of Jordans. Um, Which ones? The Jordan ones? Air, the Air Jordans. Okay. The red, black, and white ones that came out. The classics. Yes. So I remember um, now... We did sports too, so we had paper routes, and my mom is a saint because if we couldn't do our paper route because of sports or something, she would do the paper route for us, and she would have you know the big bag, and this one time, this guy drove past and said, you know, I, I have a lot, of, you're doing a paper route, and she said, yeah, my, my sons, you know, have sports, so... I fill in for him when they can't do it. He offered her a job because he thought she had such good work ethic doing that. Um, But that, you know, my mom was just, that was my mom. She was just, she's an angel. I mean, she really is. But uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, we saved up to buy Jordans. And I remember my dad got so livid. He said, Anything that costs that much should be, you know, gold plated and on a trophy case, and you should not be wearing them ever. Now, do you know? Do you know the story behind those Jordans? No, no. There's actually a documentary on, I believe, it's Hulu, and they talk about those Jordans because Jordan finally came out with those Jordans with Nike. Was it was the biggest thing of of the set? People were buying them celebrities had them and the first game they forced Jordan to remove his shoes and ban his shoes for the first several games of the NBA season when he first released those shoes. Really? And it started an uproar to the point where people would show up with those shoes in the stadium when he played and supported Jordan. And he I think he ended up wearing them and he kept getting fined because he kept wearing them. Yeah. That's and pretty cool. It, it, he, it was a whole big stand and it was a whole revolution on our black ownership back in the day, teaming up with uh, the Nike brand. Eventually he, I don't think it is no longer with Nike. I think it's just Jordan himself. I don't know. Last pair of Jordans I, or I had were the 12s and I had the space jams. I haven't had, big shoes for a very long time. Yeah. I just never got into the whole sneaker kick. And, uh, but that, that's one thing I did. I did get, and I'll, I'll never forget my dad just having a cow over how much we were spending on a pair of Jordans. <laughs> for the longest time I used to, uh, I used to get, uh, go to the green dragon and get the, get shoes that imitated. And I would put my boots, I would cover the, the whole top of the shoe so nobody would ever see that air jordan kind of was a little fatter than normal <laughs> and i would perpetrate like i had him and nobody ever knew for the longest time and then i 
It worked. We uh, we used to go to SNH Green Stamps too to get stuff. I don't know if you mm-hmm. ever heard of. Them. I heard of. It. I've never been there. Well, it's out of business now. They used to service merchandise. Uh, was over on um, Mannheim Pike, and used to get. That's what AC. That's what AC Moore is now, right? Or Michaels, whatever it is. No, no, no. Service merchandise was. It was yeah. I think it was over there actually. I remember that place. Yeah. But there was SNH Green Stamps, and what happened was you used to get every time you went to the grocery store, you would get a. For the amount of money that you spent, you would get green stamps, like coupons, and uh, you would get a book, and you would paste them in the book. And when you got a book full, you would be able to trade it in for like merchandise. Is that the thing that they used to have on top of the register that looked like? Um, yes, that the green looked stamp. like like you would take a number, and they would click, 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 pull them out, and then put them on something. Yeah, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, so I remember we saved up one year, and Jeff and I got uh, this. It was like a raft and um, a blow-up raft, and I got goggles, like uh, not goggles, but uh, like a scuba diving mask with a snorkel and flippers. And we went down to Ocean City, and I was so excited to use this. Well, my dad never had patience with this kind of stuff. With our vacations were like National Lampoons, and he, my mom said, "Jim, I got this raft for the kids. Let's blow it up." My dad said, "Well, where's the pump?" Well, we didn't get a pump, so my dad had to blow this huge raft up. He was madder than heck. So then he was already fired up. So then I go down and I'm snorkeling what I thought was snorkeling out in the water in ocean city. And you know how the waves like bring you in? Well, I didn't realize I was washed up on shore and I'm like (laughs) (laughs) looking at the seashells. My mom goes, Marianne, Marianne, go get him. He looks like a darn Jerry's kid down there. Go get him. (laughs) Snorkeling in the sand. <laughs> oh. I watched right up before. That's uh, great. That's great. So good times. It was a. It was quite a nice weekend for once. It was past couple of days have been pretty good decent. Work. Um, went to uh to the Walmart, and I had to get a few things at the Walmart, and I come out and is start to walk towards my car and then there's an officer right there. Officers writing a ticket. Like, dude, give a kid a break. I mean, it's Friday, yeah. trying to get in and out real quick. And the officer starts copping the attitude. I'm like, dude, dude, it's not the day it's Friday. People are running in and out. This guy gives he writes another ticket for my attitude. What? Yeah, he writes a ticket for an added for my attitude, and then he looks at the car's tent. He writes a, a, a thing for the for the tent. So there's three tickets now inside the thing. And I'm like, dude, you don't you have something better to do? He told me if I say something else that he's gonna arrest me and take me down to the to the thing. I was like, dude, I'm not trying to go to jail. I'm trying to go home. So the officer gets in his car. He drives away. 
I proceed to turn around and walk over to my car. And I got in my car and I left the guy. That, the guy has nice three <laughs> tickets now. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, somebody's going to have a bad Friday. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> oh, man. So have you done any uh, good TV watching? Yeah, I did. Um, WandaVision was today. Watched it. Episode 8. It's funny. We're on episode 8, and that's episode 8. And I got to say, the show... Nice parallel. (laughs) Nice parallel. (laughs) My pick for the week for television shows, and I watched a lot of different genres, Superman and Lois on the CW. Wow. I, you I was I love I loved every second of that that uh iteration of Superman and Lois which we were introduced to him kind of with the Arrowverse and he was on Supergirl, he was Supergirl. on Arrow, the crossovers and stuff like that. And I'm glad they gave Tyler a chance to play Clark, Clark Kent and Superman. Yeah, I you know, I don't want to say too much because I know it's brand new so some people haven't watched it, but I feel I have a lot of respect for the CW the way they produced it and made it. They brought a lot of this different Superman universe into one show. They paid homage to a lot of the prior Superman, um whether it be the suit itself, the way the S is on the on the chest, um Oh, the uh, nine the nineteen forty two Superman, uh, black and red. They said that that's going to make its appearance again in the, in the series later on. I just think it's it pays great homage to George Reeves, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, which ties in with Christopher. I think they did they did uh, they brought you know Superman Returns back into it. Um, I think they set it up for a lot of great things to come. It's definitely not a boring show. I, I like my- the fact I like the fact that we didn't get an origin. We got a quick montage of what everybody already knows about Superman. Yep. We got it in the quick 5-minute montage which by the way was powerful, especially the scene with his father. Yeah. It was very powerful was- how how the most powerful man in the world couldn't save his dad from a human issue. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, it was very good. It was very well done. Um, definitely on the watch list. If you haven't checked it out, CW, um, you could tell they're making it its flagship. It's, it's, it's going to be its flagship superhero show. It, it, they, it's well-written now without giving too much, where do you rank Tyler? on your Clark Kent meter and your Superman meter. I know where I'm, I, I have him on mine. Clark Kent, number two, because I, Christopher Reeve, it, it, I just can't ever go against Christopher Reeve for anything. I mean, um, I just think he was embodied Superman for me for growing up. Um, so for Clark Kent, definitely number two. For Superman, 
I'd say number three. Oh, Ben. I have him tied at number one with Christopher Reeves. Really? And yeah, because I wasn't a big fan of, of Henry's um, Clark Kent. No, but I liked Henry's Superman. That's why I have him number his three. Superman, his Superman was probably the best looking Superman. Yeah. So I have Henry as Superman as number one, and I have Tyler as number two in all my lists. I think their figure and the way they personified Superman. Yeah. It just looked, besides the fact that they, they didn't have the red underwear, but I think they just yeah. looked like in your head what Superman should look like, even though they're going with the more uh, 52 Superman, but I think they did. Yeah, I, just look, I know I always bring it back to Christopher Reeve, but you know, he did the whole, comic book Superman. Like he wore the red underwear. He, you know what I mean? He had the whole suit that like the comic books, he would go into a phone booth and emerge as Superman. You know, he did yeah. all the stuff. They don't do that anymore. They don't have him going into a phone booth. They have him, you know, they did you, you didn't have those images like you did of Christopher Reeve ripping open his shirt and taking off his glasses. You know, you don't have those images. You just have, you just see him as Clark Kent or you see him as Superman especially Henry's Superman. Um, you know, I don't think he emerged as much as the Christopher Reeve shots that they did. And, and the villains, you know, Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor was like one of the best villains. Uh, he was my favorite Lex Luthor. You know, oh my gosh, Gene Hackman is, and he's hilarious. Like he's just, you know. I hated the, the Lex Luthor um that they picked to play in the Batman versus Superman. I hated that Superman. Oh, that Lex horrible. Luthor. He was horrible. That scrawny guy. Yeah. Yeah. The, he, he played uh, the Facebook Mark Zuckerberg and he was good as Mark Zuckerberg, but he was yeah. horrible as Lex Luthor. Yeah. Horrible as Lex Luthor. Yeah. Now, now so, to, to uh, wrap this, to wrap the Superman thing up, I think, the Christopher Reeve Superman and this Superman do one thing that none of the other Supermans could do. They separated Clark Kent and Superman. He was a human. He was human with human issues. And then Superman was this powerful being. They were able to separate the yep. two in their writing. Yeah, they did. They did. And they made, you know, the, one thing about this this show, they very much humanized Clark Kent. Um, with again, not without giving things away, but it's like, yeah, everyday life. Everyday life happens for Superman too. You know what I mean? Clark Kent yeah. deals with the same stuff we do. I, I love seeing some of the stresses and him actually dealing with what me and you deal with as stress. Like, damn, I gotta de- I gotta do yeah. this and I gotta deal with this. Uh, yeah, people need to watch this. They did one hell of a job. I can't wait for for this week's super episode. Oh, I know. I'm. I'm. And it's Tuesday nights on the CW. So. Uh, oh, and this I, I week, have to admit, I Flash comes back this week. Okay, I, I do have to admit though, I watched it. It comes on at eight, and it was two hours. So I watched the first hour live recorded it and then 
switched over to This Is Us at nine o'clock because I can't miss that. And uh, I hate watching This Is Us recorded. I just, I like, my mom is really into it. So I usually call her right afterwards to see what her thoughts were on the show. Well, thank but, uh, God. It's, that, that was only the first episode was two hours long. Yeah. So it'll be done at nine. I'll be able to switch right over to This Is Us. So it'll be good. Yeah. I'm glad the Flash is back because for a while, Flash was my favorite TV series amongst the Arrowverse. Yeah. He when when Arrow was my first favorite and then when he kind of was all right, I'm leaving, Flash just took over and became a very comic book accurate version of the Flash. And I thought he was really, really, really great as the Flash. Grant Gustin does a very good job as I think he's actually a little better than the Ezreal Miller guy. Now you know our friend Colin. Yeah. Uh, that watches this podcast and very much a comic book fanatic. He knows he's like you. He can reference the book, the you know, everything. He knows it like he you and him talking, I would be like I, I'd have brain damage. I wouldn't be able to follow it. But um I asked him and I'm gonna pose the same question to you. Is the CW setting up for a TV version of Justice League? Um, yeah, they started. If you watch the end of their Crisis on Infinite Earth, where they kind of retconned their whole Arrowverse and brought everybody on the same Earth, at the end, you see them form around a table with everybody's logo at the end of their seats. Okay. And then when when you when they show the top view, you can kind of see the JL on the table. But they didn't make it a JL because they didn't have. At that point, DC was like, "If we're doing the Justice League on T on on the movies, we're not doing it on TV." But yeah. now that they're doing the multiverse thing, they're they're allowed to do it. Okay, so they are setting up. Did, did you see the Crisis on Infinite Earth series that they they? No, I did not. It's it's okay. It's I gave it a B. Um. And it's pretty cool because at the very end of that, they show the table Justice League and they they go right to this cage opens up and the cage is the monkey from the Wonder Twins. Oh, my gosh. Wonder Twin so, powers activate. Yep. So they, order. you know, they were part of the Justice League for a little bit. So they're going to be bringing them shortly into the CW wow. series. That, that takes me back to my childhood. Yes, it does. Wow. I, um, you know, we were talking the last time about what character you could be from a television show. And it cut out when I said, so for everyone that listens, I said I would want to be Jack Pearson from This Is Us. And the reason being is because of the man that he is. So, uh, and all the demons that he fights and still puts his family first. I, I change, I, I'm changing mine. I want to be the Flash. You want to be the Flash? Yes. Would you be able to I get think, everything done in the day? Like, I think, I think low key, low key, like under the radar, Flash is probably the most powerful superhero in DC. You think he can run as fast as Superman? He can think as fast as Batman, and not faster. He can change. He can reverse time. He can run back in time. 
you can't really catch him. So in reality, who can actually, if he wanted to, Flash could come into a room and kill everybody in like that. But does he have the strength? He has the speed to do it. Okay. At, at a certain, I think- if I hit you, if I hit you standing up, it's going to hurt. But if I get a oh, running yeah. start, you're getting knocked out. So just imagine Flash flying through supersonic punch to the jaw. <laughs> he can probably knock out Superman. I have to, I, I'm going to have to think about that one. Yeah. Uh, that's my low-key theory, that he is actually a more powerful being than what he knows he is. So is that your comic book take for the week? What do you think? What, what do you got going on there? No, my comic book take would be that white vision on, on WandaVision. At the end, you saw that white vision is, is, is alive, is Ultron. Hmm. I, have, I have a theory. And it actually, it's kind of mini confirmed. Because I just looked at the cast for WandaVision and the guy who voices him is part of the cast listing. Oh, really? Yeah, so I don't know if he's in there as a flashback or if he's... Because my theory is White Vision is going to have to fu- have to fight Red Vision. And, you know, Vision's, the Vision we all know is only alive because Wanda's magic is making him alive, but outside of the hex, he can't stay alive. No. So I think Ultron is in that body. Vision is going to have to fight Ultron in Vision body, remove Vision's consciousness, and he's going to take over White Vision body, and then that's how we're going to get Vision from here on out. Isn't that kind of ironic since you know it was Ultron that created Vision to begin with? Full circle. Yeah. I'll tell that's, you, Marvel. That, that's my theory. Marvel, I think uh, Stan Lee would be very proud of the way the Marvel comic, the Marvel universe is heading. Um, oh, my God. He you know, would I, be. I, do, I miss seeing him as his appearances in the in the movies. You know, we were watching. Uh, what, what did we started to watch Endgame the other day? Just to, something to do, and uh, you know when he's on the the bus driver for Spider Man, and they're it's like, "You can't sit around." Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice that uh, when when Wanda drives to Westview, she's driving yeah. a red car? Did you see the license plate? No, I didn't. It said Excelsior. I did not so they, see that. They they always try to bring him in one way, shape, or form. Like last week, they showed all the all the quick pictures that say Wanda. There was Wanda on the license plate, and the number at the top was Stanley's birthday. So they yeah, they, they do tr- a good. They did a good job on uh, the Big Bang Theory, always bringing him on the show, and you know even. Uh, you know, Mark Hamill as, you know, Luke Skywalker, they, mm-hmm. all the, the Star Wars characters, the, 
you know, Marvel, they, they, that show is, that's another classic show, The Big Bang Theory. I just, I, I love The Big Bang Theory. That was one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Now, do you know the cartoon Big Hero 6? I do know of it. I watched a little bit of it. I don't think I saw the whole thing. You know that those are, Mar- that's, a, that's a Marvel? I did not know it. It's that big white guy, right? Yep. The big white bubble looking guy. Yeah, yeah. Reminds me of the State Pup Marshall, man. Yeah, when you get a time, Google it, because they're actually a Marvel franchise. They, they're they actually a lot more vicious looking than what they made him on the cartoon. And in the in the, the movie, Stan Lee's in that movie. Oh, really? Yeah, he's in Big Hero 6 at the very end of the movie. You find out that the one kid that knows all about comic books is Stanley's son. So what a month. They, they're getting ready to bring in the Big Hero Six into the MCU. What a mind he had to be able to create the characters. But it's like, you know, I was laughing on the Big Bang Theory, you know, they were saying like all his characters have double names mm-hmm. same letters yeah peter parker um bruce Reed banner bruce, <laughs> bruce banner you know uh, it's it just a lot of his characters um have multiple letters j jonah jameson you know <laughs> yeah you know they continue that with like you know the newer characters that they they've been designing um miles morales the new the new spider-man the, okay. the Port- Miles Morales, MM. A lot of the newer superheroes that they're making have those have that same uh, double same letter name or double sounding at least. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's it, growing up. You know, you see a lot of these shows, and I mean, I the Incredible Hulk was on TV when I was a kid. You know, and that was Lou Ferrigno and. Uh, can't remember who played Bruce Banner, but, but uh, what uh, I'm going to have to Google that because it'll drive me nuts. But he was very, very good actor. And that that was a great TV show. Uh, yeah, I loved it when uh, Lou Ferrigno, I was I used to watch the TV show uh, Kings and Queens. And yeah, he was, he was a neighbor and they would get him all the Comic Cons. It was hilarious. But they say Lou Ferrigno does not like Mark Ruffalo's Incredible Hawk at all. Oh really? Yeah, he says that that Incredible Hawk is too soft. His Incredible Hawk was um, a different era, you know. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you know, just like we said, Superman, Christopher Reeve, Superman was a different era. You know, they they are um, CGing a lot of the superheroes nowadays. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're not they're not doing the characters that the way we saw them um, very humanized superheroes. Um, yeah. They, they now have a lot of CG to the shows, to the movies, and it makes it, it makes it a lot more intense, but I think it takes away some of it too. I agree. He was, uh, he was more of a fan of the uh, Ed Edward Norton 
Bruce Banner, yeah. Bruce Banner and Hulk versus the Mark Ruffalo. Even though I think Edward Norton wouldn't have worked well with Robert yeah. Downey Jr. stuff, and I think yeah. um, Mark Ruffalo worked very well with the Avengers that they cast it together. Now they you know, they are they're saying that Edward Norton is returning as a villain. I don't know who what villain he's going to be, but they're saying he's going to be a villain. You know, the Hawk had three different Bruce Banners. I mean, it. you know, they had the first one, they had Ed Norton, and then Mark Ruffalo ended up being the third. Yeah, er- Eric Banner was the other one. Eric Banner, yeah. yeah. But, I wasn't uh, a fan of Eric Banner. I didn't like that one. No, well. no. And, you know, Ed Norton, everyone says I look like him, so, you know, I liked it, but. You kind of do. You kind of do. I did. I did like Ed and uh, Edward Norton's standalone movie, but yeah. I yeah. I still don't think that he would have fit with Robert Downey Jr. He would Chris not have Evans, fit well into you know. the, to the Avengers universe. No. So let's steer away from all the comic heads. Uh, you hear any any weird news going on lately? I did. Um, I printed this one out so. You gonna put your news anchor voice on? Yes. Hi, welcome to the Coffee Break Podcast. I'm Jimmy Jam, and this is the News at Six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this did come from WGAL. Uh, the COVID bandit leaves massive sixty-eight hundred dollar tip for staff at a Denver restaurant. Uh, it was a restaurant called called Garden Grace, and there was a staff there of I can't tell you the exact amount, but uh, basically somebody left a huge tip on their check. They signed it, the COVID bandit. Um, It was $6,800. So uh, each employee got $200 tip. Like every employee was working that night. And he signed it, you know, the COVID bandit. And he also wrote COVID sucks along with a smiley face. So it's, you know, I think it's nice that uh, with it's nice, but what it like the COVID, the COVID bandit though? The COVID bandit, yeah, it kind of, it's kind of weird. COVID bandit steals stuff. He's giving stuff away. <laughs> It'd be like the COVID Santa or something. I would I would have went more with the uh, the COVID Robin Hood, you know. There you go. Like that. But one. Uh, I think I think that's a great story, and it's nice to hear that. I don't know about you, but I'm very big on tipping, especially right now mm-hmm. in the restaurant industry. I always make sure I give twenty to twenty five percent, even when I do a pickup order, and it's you know takeout. Yeah. I always give a nice tip on that as well because. You know, their tips are down because they're not at full capacity. They're, you know, yeah. dining still 50%. Um, so I think as a collective group of people, if you can tip whenever you can to the service industry, you know, barbers, servers, bartenders, anyone that provides a service that you can tip, I would definitely go above and beyond and do whatever you can. I agree. I agree because I mean, I, as you know, my wife was a bartender, and 
I mean, we we tip well because we've been in that realm before. So we try to we try to p- push p- a positivity as much as we can, because that could give somebody a, a smile that's much needed in a crazy time right now. You must have tipped well because that hairstyle is on point today. I, I felt I felt like being Clark Kent today. So see, I got my little curl right here in the yeah, front. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I I'm Poppy Kent. <laughs> Poppy Kent. Oh man. So yeah, that's the crazy news. Not a crazy news story. I just think it's a feel good news story for the week. Yes. Feels very good. They, they, we need to push more positivity. Definitely push more positivity. Especially People in need it. Yeah, it's it's so ugly. Um I think a lot of our and I'm not bringing up any articles, but everyone knows if you're in Lancaster County, some serious stuff that has happened recently in our area that are sad stories. Um, and I don't, I choose not to talk about them, but I think a lot of our younger kids are psychologically suffering from the way COVID is affecting their life. I mean, they don't have the interaction with their friends that they normally had because of COVID. You know, their classes are, you know, they're limited. They have to wear masks. Um, some are online school. Some are in school. It depends. But it's definitely different. And I think a lot of kids are psychologically suffering from not having that interaction that they need to develop at their age. Oh, I agree. Because a lot of people... I mean, they're saying that depression it has gone has skyrocketed within this whole thing, and certain people are finding different ways on how to deal with it, such as Zoom and just bonding with certain people. I mean, shit, me and you have gotten closer since a lot of this. We talk more than we've ever talked oh, before. Never did, and yeah, and it's it's just you need to people need to surround themselves with happy-minded people i mean my wife always picks me up when i'm down and i do the vice versa when she's a little down from being inside the house yeah i know it's 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 uh it's frustrating and but like you said i think we've gotten back to uh in certain aspects the way life needs to be we've reconnected with a lot of individuals that we kind of lost touch with because life was quote unquote so busy um you know, I'm very blessed that you and I and Tony were able to reconnect and do this and and bring it to everybody. And I think, you know, next week, hopefully we're face to face and we're going to try it differently. And in the next few weeks, we're going to try to be all in one room and see how it goes. I, I feel the more shenanigans, the better. Yeah, definitely. So. Definitely. Def- oh, yeah. So. Uh, what else did I want to talk about here today? Um, did you have a kind of going back to the um, WandaVision thing? You you saw the last episode. Have you figured out what the whole Agatha, what she wants? She The way I'm taking it is she wants Wanda to envision and embody the Scarlet Witch and become that character more than what she was. Am I correct? Uh, kind of. If you watch, rewatch it a little bit and watch 
you know how she at the very beginning you see she's getting they're trying to the witches are trying to kill her at the very beginning yeah but then out of nowhere out of nowhere she gets this urge of power and she starts stealing their powers at that point i think i believe that was mephisto helping who he thought was the scarlet witch so do you think agatha is once the scarlet witch to attack her so that she can take her powers part of it she wants because when you saw that she was able to kill all the witches and then she took her mother's power yes. which her mother had the crown you saw yes but when she stole her mother's powers she didn't get the crown the crown so the next wanda so when mephisto helped her get the powers mephisto thought she was the Scarlet Witch. So he helped her defeat the witches, but in that destroyed himself. So Mephisto, the quote unquote MCU's devil, is in shards. He's not at full power. So she wants to revive Mephisto, but she can't do it the whole way. She only has a certain amount of abilities. So that rabbit that she holds. I think is actually her husband Ralph, which is Mephisto. So I think that's who that rabbit is. How many more episodes of WandaVision are there? Next week is the finale. Really? Yep. Only nine episodes. Yep. And then right after that, we go right into the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, yeah, that's more of a. They say that's more of a lethal weapon type show. So, but I think they're saying that there's going to be a whole, that there's three MCU appearances. I, I have a feeling Doctor Strange is going to show up some way, shape, or form. Um, I have this weird inkling that Tobey Maguire is going to show up as Spider-Man. I don't know why. I just think he's going to be in it. And I think Ultron is in the Silver Vision body. Those are my yeah. theories. Yeah, I mean, I know there's a lot of our listeners that don't follow the comics as much as we do. But I think, you know, even Christy, she like gets she's not she's not a big fan like we are, but she'll get into it. Like, uh, for example, um, my dog's barking. If you can't hear him, he agrees with you. Yeah, he he, he loves to voice his opinion. Um, I got a story to tell you about that then. So. uh I think, you know, like Christy got into uh, Suicide Squad. She like, you know, and she liked uh, she liked the Joker that was done by Joaquin Phoenix. So not as much of a comic book head as we are. But like when when it presents a storyline in a good way, she like she can get into it. I, I think I secretly turned Tara into a comic book watcher. She, uh, cause I, cause I rewatch things so much to, cause you know, Mar Marvel, there's 30 layers of a story inside one story. So you always watch back, you see different things and she's watched so many of the movies with me that when we're in one, she's watched every episode of WandaVision with me. 
And she was like, oh, that's from when they were in Ultron, and this is from the Avengers Tower. And she, I'm like, it's working. Yeah. <laughs> My devilish plan is working. <laughs> but yeah, she's secret. I mean, she she loves Deadpool. She watches Deadpool. She loved Ragnarok. Yeah, Christy, um, Christy loves Deadpool. Yeah, she loves Ragnarok. Yeah, she loves Ryan Reynolds. She is in love with Ryan Reynolds. Um, I, I think that's why she dates me because I kind of look like him. But <laughs> when, when you wear the Deadpool suit, yeah, when I wear <laughs> when, I, when I wear the suit, <laughs> we'll get you the mask. Don't worry, we'll get you the mask. No, but uh, so we were talking. We were talking to my dog. Lovely interrupted. So, my dog, and this would only happen to my dog, has a dirty wee-wee. I'm, I'm kind of afraid to ask, but explain. Well, I noticed that he was liking himself a lot, and uh, I was like, Okay, you know, it's getting a little awkward now. I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. And so I looked, and it was really red, and it had, like, a pus coming out. So we had to take him to the vet. And no lie, this is what the vet says to Christy. You know, this is the second penis liquor I saw today. (laughs) So now we have an ointment that we have to put on him which I refuse to do. I bought the ointment, but I'm not putting it up there. It's like a long tube and you have to like stick it up there and squeeze it and put this. Yeah. I can't do it. I I know how I would feel. So Christy does it, but there's no way I could do it. I, I, it hurt me just thinking about it. Oh, the poor dog. But you know, they said it, it was from when the snow was really high. We shovel spots for him to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. He does not use them. We could shovel out half the yard, and he would go to the spots that were not shoveled. So when he was running through the snow and it was icy, he must have nicked it on the ice, mm. and it got infected. Well. Are you, I mean, maybe that's why you don't want to put it on him. Maybe you're a little jealous that his hanged a little lower than yours. <laughs> uh, you got to love pets, though. You know, they just, if, if they can cost us money, they do. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. My, we, my, my, uh, the little girl that we just got. She's the Boston Terrier and something else mix. I forget what it is at this point. And a Jack Russell mix. So she's high energy. She will jump up and down and just like barrel right into the snow piles. Yeah. I'm just like, bye, just go off, just disappear. Uh, we'll see her, this little black thing jumping up and down and running across the snow like she's the Flash. And Well, Buddy's not a small dog. He's pretty... He's about 62 pounds. He's a chocolate lab, which mm-hmm. they're not all together there to begin with. 
So uh, they're little goofy dogs, but I love them. You do what you got to do, I guess. Well, you you know, gotta love. They're like kids, I guess. He's like his owner. He's not all there. He's, you know, like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so with that being said, we're at the end of our episode. How do you feel today, sir? I feel really good. I miss Tony. It was not, you know, but this was nice interacting with you one-on-one and, and having a conversation and just talking about life. It's always good to talk about life and get, get some, uh, some bonding time in helps with the stresses of life. Yeah. So with that being said, we'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. Thank you. To the next, to the next time. Cheers. Salud. I want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of the Coffee Break Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us on your favorite podcast streaming service. And of course, follow us on all social media platforms and like and subscribe to us on YouTube. Thanks for tuning in to the shenanigans. Thank you.